You're listening to She Starts Up Season 2. Today I'm going to be talking about something that I've struggled with personally, mental health. Being an entrepreneur is tough and it really takes a toll on a person's mental health. And with the weather getting colder, it's the perfect time to talk about this. In this episode, I'm talking about my experience with postpartum depression, destigmatizing mental health, and why it's okay to seek help. Let's start up. You're listening to She Starts Up, a podcast for ambitious businesswomen and modern working moms to learn strategies for starting their venture and family at the same time. Tech CEO and working mom Janine Sickmeyer will take you on a journey from building a business to surviving motherhood with four under four. Each week, Janine shares tips and interviews successful women to hear their journey so you can find balance and confidence to turn your startup ideas into reality. Here's your host, Janine Sickmeyer. Let's start up. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is going to be a little bit different than what I usually talk about, but I think it really plays a part in starting a business. And it's just important that we start to talk about this a little bit more openly um, and honestly so that we can destigmatize mental health issues today. I was recently listening to the Lawyerist podcast with Sam Glover, and I heard him talking about mental health and how important it is in the legal profession to normalize and talk about so that we can destigmatize mental health, depression, and anxiety. I will admit that one reason why I had to stop my podcast and I stopped blogging for a little while last January was not just because I had my twins and I was busy, but I ended up having postpartum depression and I really didn't even realize it. It was debilitating. I could not even drive to work. Um, I, I would start the day and start to drive into the office and I would end up in a coffee shop parking lot just crying. I was like wondering why, um, why, you know, I, I couldn't be enough, um, was wondering when I would ever be enough, when I would be a, you know, the best mom or even just be a good enough mom. Um, when and if I would ever be considered successful. And I think that, you know, a lot of people have these feelings. Um, and sometimes it may not be depression, but I was, I was suffering severely and, and I had no idea. It would be like 9am, beautiful sunny day. And I was stuck in my garage, just crying and bawling my eyes out. Um, I would, you know, text my husband and call him and just breakdown. And he was like dumbfounded, had no idea, you know, what, what was wrong, um, why I was acting like this. I think, you know, I, I struggled with depression in the past when I was younger, um, when I was around 20, 21. But the thing about depression is that you don't talk about it because you're ashamed or because you're scared or you don't understand it, or you think that you're the only one. Um, you think that that's just how your life is now and who you are. Um, and who you're becoming. And it's just, it's, it's unacceptable. I mean, that's not the truth. It's like your, your mind makes you believe that. And it's just sad. And so I, I feel like, you know, I was always like, it used to always be tied to my period. So it was more like a PMDD, but I was never fully diagnosed with anything when I was younger. Um, because I, 
when I went to the doctor to, um, to talk about it, it looked more like anxiety mixed with PMS. And then I, you know, I, I guess I just started getting, um, pregnant and then I would just be so happy. So then it was like, well, remember when I used to have this thing that happened every month where, you know, I acted completely down and I would cry every day for a week and, you know, act like I wasn't enough. And it was like, oh, oh yeah. Now that I'm pregnant, that doesn't happen. Um, so that was kind of, you know, in the past, that's how, that's what I was dealing with and didn't realize it. I mean, and when it's a quarter of your life, when you're, um, you know, your period is tied to these extreme hormones, um, it's exhausting and it's hard. And especially when you're trying to start a company, I think, um, you know, I, I would doubt myself and be down and so sad and didn't understand, you know, why everybody said no. And then the next week, start my period, everything was fine. It was just like, what is going on? So, um, I, I, I wish that I would have, you know, at least found out or understood that sooner, but I am really, really thankful that during, um, the postpartum depression that I realized it early on, I think it was about, um, you know, a couple months after the twins, um, I had the twins in November and around January, I was a wreck. I was just, I, you know, I mean, and mix that with not sleeping ever. Um, I was not sleeping because I was breastfeeding all night long. Um, and then, you know, we had the two toddlers who were requiring constant attention. Um, we didn't have a whole lot of help at the time. And so my husband and I just made it work. You know, we split shifts during the night. Um, one of us would just stay down in the nursery from, um, he would stay up until 2 a.m., and then come to bed and I would get up at 2 a.m. and I would stay awake all night, all day until 8 p.m. Um, and then, you know, I fell asleep and woke back up again at 2 a.m. It was not a good lifestyle, um, but we had no other choice. I mean, the twins needed someone around the clock um, and you really couldn't even get naps in. So um, pure exhaustion and complete, you know, tiredness and you're just like foggy and don't even know what you're thinking in the middle of the night and in the morning. And then the big kids wake up at, you know, 5 a.m. And I was just a wreck. I was, I was so emotional and everything was a thing. And I think, you know, looking back, I'm like, whew, I know we had a night nanny for a little while, um, that was on for a couple days a week. And we immediately saw like, we need, more help. This is not getting easier. So, um, that's, you know, that's kind of when we discovered, um, that I was, I was not okay. I, I know that it comes in all different forms and luckily, um, I was able to understand that this was not me, um, who was crying every day and feeling inadequate and, you know, doubting every action, um, snipping it all the kids, you know, that just wasn't who I was. And so I, I, again, talked to my mom, talked to my husband and, um, and I went to my doctor for my like six week checkup and told him how I was feeling and just broke down and crying. And he was like, yeah, you need, you need to, to take 
something um, to balance out your hormones. And the way he explained it to me um, was that like everyone has hormones uh, after you have a baby, they dip down. And so your serotonin levels go way far down and it's hard to bring them back up naturally. So an SSRI um, can like replenish the serotonin you lost after having a baby. Um, I think there's other medications that do this too, but it's everyone's, you know, body chemistry is different and everyone's hormones. Um, but I know for me, it was completely life-changing. I, I felt like at first I was like, oh, I'm going to feel foggy and I don't really want to do this because it's going to make me feel not like myself. And it was the exact opposite. It was like a few weeks after um, taking it, I was just, I was better than myself. I was like, I was like Janine pregnant again, all the happy, you know, leveled out hormone Janine was just, I mean, was back. And I was so happy to feel like myself again. I mean, it was just like, I felt like I was like spiraling down and down into this deep, dark place. And I would just be so frustrated and unstable and so unhappy. And then immediately after I started taking, um, what, you know, the SSRI pills that I'm taking now, I turned into the, the same normal Janine that I used to be. And as soon as I started feeling like myself again, I started doing the things that made me feel good. And back when I had a depression in my twenties, I would try to do things that were like more natural. I did, um, yoga and had mindfulness exercises and I spent a lot of time journaling and doing, um, you know, meditation techniques and those kind of things. And they all really did help me. But, um, I, I felt like this time around, I, I wasn't even able to get in that kind of mind space. I had no, I had no ability to even think about those things. But I could tell as soon as I started feeling like myself that I could get into those again. And so I, I do have some tips for entrepreneurs and um, mothers, anyone who is struggling with mental health issues, um, you know, just trying to stabilize and um, find some some ways to feel better. Um, and again, I suggest like totally going to talk to somebody first. Um, and talking to your doctor and seeing what's right for you. But there are some things that can make you feel better um, that I just do when when I have free time, time to myself, when I really need to unwind. Um, so I want to share some of those with you. First, I, um, I've been doing a lot more yoga than I used to. Um, I, I really enjoy core power yoga. We go with some of the girls here at work. And it's really beneficial in so many more ways than just um, working out or um, you know, trying to get more flexible or something like that that you might think of with yoga. I think a consistent yoga practice can really provide benefits beyond um, strength and flexibility. You will start to develop an awareness, um, embrace challenges, and become more present and find focus and really start to cultivate your mindfulness. And so I think with that, um, mindfulness is not just an idea, but it can be like a daily practice. So being mindful can mean that you're embracing community and finding inner peace, feeling gratitude, and really increasing compassion and developing confidence. So there's a lot that, that can really help with putting yoga and mindfulness together. 
Um, in addition, I have really enjoyed, um, I've been going to a therapist and I also have a business coach. And so I think through the transition of my company acquisition, I started to discover that there were a lot of parts of my business for which I didn't feel fully confident. Um, in addition, I, I began to feel distracted and unbalanced and really not present, um, I, I spent a lot more time focusing on the deal and the paperwork um, than with my family. So it took me a little time to get present again. And I was really in need of a new perspective and a sense of freedom um, to express all of this change. So I reached out to my community. I started asking for advice and got some referrals for a business coach um, and also a local personal therapist. So in the summer, I started therapy. Um, my first therapy session began with me acknowledging um, and somewhat apologizing for my privilege. I realized that the reason I never went to therapy or counseling um, previously was because of that. I felt that I didn't quite um, need it, I guess, um, and it didn't constitute therapy. Um, I, I didn't really have any like major issues to discuss, but my therapist told me that just because I don't have like major problems, that doesn't mean that I'm not entitled to working on my mental health to better myself. And I, I think that was a good starting point from there. Sometimes when I go, I really don't have any major issues to discuss. And again, I, I feel like bad for my privilege, but I understand that it is important. You know, it's important for everyone to focus on their mental health and to, um, to be able to talk about the issues that they're facing right when they come um, versus, you know, letting everything bottle up and then blowing over. And um, for me, that has really been helpful uh, both in my personal life and my business life. Um, I, I think that there's a lot that I can learn and that everyone can learn um, about yourself and about, um, treating each other, um, with respect and kindness and love and gratitude and doing that from both, you know, therapy and also bettering yourself, um, through journaling and reading. And so some of the other tips that I have, um, are pretty obvious, but, um, I think reading some books that can heal you from the inside out is, is really good. Um, there's a few books. The Reboot is one book that I read, and it's really the um, the coaching program that I'm going through right now, too, for um, my business um, and my leadership skills. And really, it's more personal than, um, than business, but I can see where digging down and getting to the root of the problems can really help you also um, increase revenue and build a sales team and be able to, you know, help with conflict in the office and all of those things. So um, there's a lot there that can be said about, um, you know, looking inside yourself when you're um, also leading a, a team. Some of the other books that I just love um, and that have really stuck with me and changed me, I would say, is um, Becoming from Michelle Obama. I love that book. And uh, When Breath Becomes Air is so heart-wrenching, but so good. And it really helps you just get a new perspective on life and every everyone in it. Um, I love The Alchemist, um, the A Man Called Uwe, uh, and Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. Those are awesome um, 
really good books I've read recently that have stuck with me. In addition to reading, I've really taken to getting outside um, and really just feeling nature. You know, go outside, take a hike, climb a mountain, um, bundle up. I mean, I think that you can really beat the winter blues by going face to face with it and just standing up to the season, kicking some snow, sliding down a hill and just getting out there so that you can really enjoy um, and not just be bummed out that we're in Ohio and it's gray and it gets cold and gloomy. Um, I think you should, you know, really take time to get outside, even if it is cold and move, you know, move your body go to um, the gym, try float therapy. You know, that's really cool, um, something different and the that you can do um, in the wintertime to really kind of calm your mind and find balance. And finally, like I've said before, I mean, I journal all the time. I think in my life, whenever I find myself getting overwhelmed or worried, I really tend to navigate towards writing and writing it all down. There's a lot of journals that can um, help guide you too, so that it's not just you and a blank page. Um, the Becoming Journal, there's uh, the Habits Journal or Start Where You Are. I think those are all really um, cool kind of guided journals that can help you navigate some of the challenges that you're having. So I'll link to all of those in the show notes. But I really want to make sure that, you know, Everyone can talk about it openly. And if you're feeling like this, if you have some, you know, if you just had a kid or even if you're just going through a stressful time in your life, if you have like a major change or, you know, you're um, just coming out of school and uncertain what you're going to do in your life, I think there's just so many reasons why people's hormones can be unbalanced and that chemistry can be off. And it it's not, you know, it doesn't make you a weak person or make you feel any less of um, a mom or, you know, a business owner or a business professional, I think that it really makes you stronger. It really does. And just talking about it openly can make so much of a world of difference for everybody. I mean, I am not a doctor, obviously. I have no idea what, um, even what other medications are out there. I just know what I was prescribed to. And it was like the lowest dosage of what they, um, of uh, what I'm taking, and it just works wonders. So, um, you know, I think that whether you're like having a major life change or had just had a baby and, you know, you feel like things are just really hard, I think it's okay to just sit down and and see, you know, if you can talk to somebody and find out what you can do to make it better. And it's okay to seek help. I just want to make sure that we can destigmatize this and normalize it. And I just think this conversation is really difficult to have and it can really make you feel less successful or less important than you are. But if we can all just talk openly about it and share stories and um, get help that we can see a lot more happiness um, in the legal community, in the startup community, in motherhood. And I just... I'm just so happy to be me again, and I really want that for everyone else who's struggling. If you have any questions or you want to talk about it at all, I'm I'm here to help um, and talk about my experience personally. I again, I like I'm not a doctor, have no idea um, what's out there or you know what what could be helpful, but I encourage you to talk to somebody who can help. Um, 
I want to make sure that, you know, all my friends are safe and happy this holiday season too. Thank you. If you want to use any of the tools or resources I mentioned in this episode, visit the show notes on the blog for links. So subscribe to the podcast, She Starts Up, to stay in the loop, and visit the website, monamajanine.com, to sign up for my newsletter. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, let's start up. Thank you.